Every year on the third Sabbath in January, Seventh-day Adventists around the entire world, they take time to remember the God-given gift of religious freedom. And on Religious Liberty Sabbath, we take time as a world church to pray for millions of men and women and children who continue to suffer harassment, discrimination, and even imprisonment or physical harm because they choose faithfulness to God, no matter what. And as Christians, we are partnering for and with God in embracing freedom of conscience, freedom of religion or belief, religious freedom, or even the freedom to be irreligious. And though we put a a special emphasis of it on that third Sabbath in January, it's really something that we should be mindful of, that we should be upholding year-round. But there is more to freedom than meets the eye. You see, freedom is something so deep so profound that it encapsulates the content of the whole message of the Christian faith. And this is why in the book of Galatians chapter 5, the apostle Paul says this, stand fast therefore in the liberty by which Christ has made us free and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. So let's consider for a moment a parallel from the Old Testament. Whenever God liberates, God gives gifts. Whenever God liberates, God gives gifts. God freed the people of Israel from Egyptian slavery, and then they met him at Sinai. And there God gave Israel a gift, the gift of the law, the gift of of the Ten Commandments. And that was part of the Old Covenant, specifically the the Mosaic Covenant. Love, it's all worthless. If someone totally commits all of their possessions to others without love, it's nothing. Even if someone is willing to give his or her body as a sacrifice without love, It comes to nothing as well. In other words, whatever we achieve or do, whatever freedom we may think we have without love, it is nothing. It is meaningless. It is worthless. It's actually selfish. This is what makes Christian freedom something deeper than what the world might talk about. Christian freedom is not just another human right. It is not just something that we outwardly benefit from. It is an internal disposition, a free will offering of grace, a gift from God who pours out his love. And this love pushes a Christian to the point that they are willing to sacrifice even his or her own freedom for the sake of love, for the sake of others. 
Yes, there is more to true freedom than meets the eye. But what is the more? It is love. Paul, he then proceeds in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 to use 15, count them, 15 different verbs to describe the performance of love. And each one of these is impossible without freedom, without liberty. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy, etc., etc. Love is free from impatience. To experience love is to experience freedom from meanness. Love is liberty from envy. Love is freedom from pride. Love gives liberty from provocation. Love is free from selfishness. Love is freedom from giving up. Love is the freedom to succeed. And then he says, love is so powerful. It actually makes a person so free. It gives them so much liberty that the person bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Consider the first two of those 15 verbs from 1 Corinthians 13. The first one, love is patience. Patient. It accepts dependence and reliance on God. Love does not attempt to take matters into its own hands. Why? Because love waits on God. Love waits on God. True love is built on trust. Trust. True love is built on trust. Yet the second verb shows that love is not passive. It works for the good of others. Love is kind. Love is kind. It shows acts of kindness. It serves others. It is turned towards others, and therefore there is no envy. There is no comparison. There is no competing. It puts others before self. The type of life that God wants for us is one characterized by selfless love. Selfless love. Dear friends, do you believe that God can help us to have a life that looks like this. Let all you do be done with love. That is the type of life God wants us to have. And that is the type of life that we can have through the power of the Holy Spirit. Every thought, every decision, every action, if we are willing to fully submit them to Christ, can be rooted in love. And that type of life is the absolute best testimony and example for the world to see and behold. 
It's not our, our, our knowledge or skills or apologetics or programs or Bible memorization or even our obedience that shows us to be Christians. No, Jesus tells us in John chapter 13 that the world will know us to be Christians, to be free by love. Free to love our enemies. Free to put others first. Free to still believe that, that God is there even when it feels like he's not. Free to know that someday, and we believe by faith, someday soon, Jesus will come and make all things right, all things whole. And notice here that what what I'm talking about here, what the Bible is talking about, it's not some sort of earthly-minded philosophy of freedom. It's not a freedom to do whatever we want, regardless of how it negatively affects us or others. It's not what we're talking about here. No, I pray that we experience the type of freedom that Paul started to talk about in Galatians 5, 1, but continues into verse 13, where he says, for you, brethren and sistren, have been called to liberty, Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. May we fully embrace not only God's law, but also God's Holy Spirit, who will pour into our hearts God's love so that we may experience true freedom. May we each experience grace from Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit until the day he comes and then we can fellowship, commune with him eternally, being set free at that time even from death, free from anything that will hinder our full access to God throughout eternity. May we all experience Freedom to love, to serve, to do good works. May we experience true liberty, the liberty of love. Before we have our closing prayer, I'm going to invite Brandon to come forward, stand at the foot of the steps. He's our elder in charge for today. And after the benediction, you who wish to be dismissed can do so. But if there's anybody here that, that has a, a special request, a special need, maybe you have a specific praise, something amazing that has happened this week and you just want to praise God, let somebody else know. Then after I have the benediction, Brandon will be over there. I'll step down here. We'd love to speak with you. We'd love to hear from you and be able to lift your petition, lift your concern, lift your praise up to the throne of grace. Let us pray. Our loving, gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we want to have that experience to be set free, 
set free by Christ, the type of freedom that we can depend upon no matter what is going on around us, no matter what we are experiencing in our lives. If Jesus has set us free, then we are free indeed. Lord, we want that experience. We don't just want to know it. We don't just want to believe it. We want to live it. And we want to be able to share that with others. Lord, I think that we all realize that this time in earth's history is a difficult time to be alive. It can be scary. It can be worrisome. We can be anxious for the future. Lord, we can be depressed by what is going on in the present. But Lord, may we get to the place where we can bring that anxiety, bring that depression, bring those worries and concerns and fears to you, knowing that we are going to face tribulation in this world, but also realizing that we still have a job to do. Lord, you've given us a great commission to share your good news message with the world, with those that have maybe never even heard it before, And Lord, we want to do that. So we ask now for your Holy Spirit. Fill us from the inside out to the point that we are overflowing with love, with service, with treating others well. And that those who maybe don't know you can look at us as Christians, see the way that we are treating each other, see the way that we are treating those on the outside. And they'd want to know more about that. They'd want to know more about the God who makes something that seems so impossible seem possible. So, Lord, we just want to give ourselves completely to you in the same way that Jesus gave himself completely to us. Lord, help us to embrace the liberty of love. We ask this all in his precious name. Amen and amen.